All right, Stephanie. Hi. Um, I'm not a stranger. You are. Uh, today I'm here with Matt Keating. And uh, although he pointed out he's not a stranger to me, he was a stranger not very long ago. Before I started coming over to his lovely uh, West Village um, studio slash home. And, uh, I call it Janglewood. <laughs> Janglewood? I didn't yeah. know that. Why? You didn't know that was the name of my studio? No, I had no idea. Do you want to know why? I would love to know why. All right, because I'm a very um, unprofessional studio. And, oh, all, yeah. and all of my cables got really <laughs> tangled. And so every time I had to do anything, I had to spend a lot of time untangling. So I oh. said to somebody I was recording, oh, I should call my studio Tanglewood. Right. But there is That's a Tanglewood. Taken. That's taken. And then the kind of music I play has been called Jangle music sometimes. Oh. So then it just came to me, Janglewood. I like it. It yeah. fits. Yeah. I like, I like your studio. It's fun. And this is where the uh, Talking to Strangers podcast was actually sort of born, right? So Matt's been helping me record while well, we recorded the jingle, the famous jingle that everyone... Talk to strangers. <laughs> people really, I mean, I've been told by a number of people that it's really an earworm, which is to yeah. your credit. We really, you really helped me out there. So I wrote the lyrics and then um, Matt and I recorded it right here in Janglewood. So it's been fun. Yeah. Because I came in here first when I met you... I saw you in Williamsburg. You were playing. I think you saw me at Pete's Candy Store. Yeah, yeah, at Pete's Candy Store. And when I heard you sing and play guitar, I was really taken with your, I don't know, just your honesty, you know? And honesty is always something that I look for in people. And I know right away, usually, if somebody is someone that I can sort of be comfortable with. So Thank you. I immediately asked a friend, Martha, um, if you gave lessons, and she said, he does. Yeah. So here, I, here I've been for, I guess, a while now. Like, Well, you know, the Mark Twain saying, tell the truth, it's easier to remember. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Would you say you're an honest person? Was I on to no, something? I'm, <laughs> if I were to say I was an honest person, but I was lying about it, how would you know? I wouldn't know. <laughs> But in your music, I mean, tell me. I do. A my, bit. I don't think people are either completely honest or completely dishonest. No, that's. I think we're we're true. we're opting for levels of honesty that we can deal with. Yeah. And the music and songwriters that inspired me growing up were people who kind of would say things, even if it made them uncomfortable. Right. That that revealed something that I could grab a hold of. And that, yeah. and so I try. I've tried to do that. It's it's a difficult thing. It's a difficult task without sounding too like confessional and like here's my diary. Like here's you know. my diary. Yeah. Well, but that's what the catharsis. You know, I've been working with some kids with my get in tune workshop and trying to just get them to sort of play percussion and and just express themselves and through other things. And some of them had mentioned that the playing it themselves wasn't as helpful as listening to other people you know, musicians who really have a skill at, you know, giving them the words and the, the music that gives them a certain catharsis. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm always curious why some people get to be musicians and then other people are the audience. 
Well, this is what we were talking about before we started setting up the microphones to and I think I think it's a cultural American Western cultural idea because traditionally the way I see music and I think the way it's it's actually what art has been used mm-hmm. for human beings is a need. It's a ex- need for expression in the same like in the same way, you know, eating or mm-hmm. sleeping are needs. It's a human need. Expression and when it comes to dance in most um, traditional cultures, dance and drumming and music are, are communal activities right. that serve a purpose, serve a psychic purpose, an emotional purpose. And I think what's happened is over the eons of time, it, it's become a thing, and especially in our commercialized culture, mm-hmm. our natural tendency towards expressing ourselves that way has been divided into experts and, and, and viewers and so we tend to see it well because I teach a lot of – I teach music to a lot of people. I'm always amazed at people who actually have some ability when you ask them sometimes to express – they oh, no, I can't. I'm not, right. I'm not good enough. I'm not right. – I haven't – I'm not trained. I don't. And I'm like, no, it just do something. Just yeah. express yourself. Yeah. And I think for me, like the greatest movements in – popular music like the punk movement punk rock mm-hmm. movement was really like oh forget about it don't like make noise and scream and and get something out and right. I, and there are levels of mastery within that that you can get really good at that and yeah. you can just be just screaming and but like i i try not to be a snob about it and well you, you know. touched on something mastery right and i've always been a, sort of interested in the, the word you know masters because my father is a, an artist and um and also a golfer and uh, and both of those, I've noted, he's always talking about the masters, right? In golf, right. you watch the masters. And in art, he, he's obsessed with the masters, Rembrandt and that whole school. And in his mind sometimes, I love you, Dad, um, there's, you know, people are masters and then other people are... Masturbators. <laughs> Pretty much. Onto the page, in his, in his opinion. You do not want to walk through a modern art museum with my father. It is embarrassing. Oh, what is this shit? You know, he's really very I think you honest. just peaked right there. <laughs> okay, we'll edit that. But a master wouldn't do that. <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's very interesting to me because I've always been a little bit cowed by that idea of somebody else being a master and then well what am i well there is you know? i mean there is an art form does have um parameters of mastery there's no question about it and yes there are masters you know you can't tell me that yeah like somebody who's never played a piano before and just starts banging away is going to be equal to bach or you know what i mean or you know but, but why but, yeah well why is it a competition i guess to your point okay, but it, were- but but i would say that it's not a competition i would say that the need to express Mm -hmm. is equal. Mm -hmm. And the person who's doing it for the first time just hasn't done it that much. But like a master has just devoted their life to doing the thing that one person might just be, well, I'm not good, you know, and just do it a little bit. But the best advice I ever got was when I was a young struggling musician and I was working throughout the day doing word processing back mm-hmm. that's what they called typing in the 80s when like you know it was like computers and um yeah. they first appeared rather than just regular typewriters it was right. called word processing right, right. and so because i played piano i could type and i took i would say the most 
important class I took in high school was typing by by far it prepared me for life yeah and um and I took to it and and so it was something I could do so I was doing that for money and I was coming in hungover every morning I was drinking a lot of the time and like staying up with my band practicing and getting super like blotto and then coming in just like oh I'm so hungover and like And there was this woman who was older, I mean, you know, really old, like probably how old I am now, like 55. And she... Perspective is an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. Relativity. And I came in one morning and she was like, and I'm like, how fast do you type? And she just looked at me and she went, 120 words a minute. And I was like, oh my God. And literally she just stared at me and said, be careful what you do. You'll get good at it. <laughs> And right then, I had, it was like that aha moment. Right. Stop typing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to be good. I'm still kind of good at it. But like. Right. But then you I just. want just, that to be your thing. Right. And I think it's like if, you know, people have said if you take, I think there's a combination of a few things. One, I think belief in self is like number one. I yeah. think you have to believe that you're, you deserve to do this thing that you love to do. Yeah. And then you need a combination of discipline, meaning practice, and guidance. Like you need somebody who's, who's further along than you, mm-hmm. who hopefully has someone further along than them, like guiding you and showing yeah. you. Kind of, you but know. this is an order. I mean, you know, so I come in here and, you know, you're a great teacher because you make people feel comfortable. But I'm a resistant learner, as you know. I mean, in terms of the actual sort of theory of music or, you know, chord progressions and things like that, I I tend to be slightly resistant. And it's interesting because then, you know, at some point, I think along the way, when we've recorded my piano from my podcast, you just said, you know, play it the way you play it. It sounds good. It's emotional. And it's interesting because I, I sometimes when I try to get better at something, You know, when I really go for it in the traditional way and I feel I'm supposed to do it in a certain way, I personally, I think I get, um, I get nervous and I think, oh, I'll never be a master. And so then I might just not do it at all, in which case I think that would be a shame. And that's what I try to tell other people. But you know, don't do it at all. The thing is, is that this idea of a master. Yeah. Like even the masters don't think they're masters. Well, okay, I mean, because always working because there's better. you're never like I started series. I, I was a self-taught musician for many years, mm-hmm. and like I mean, not like self-taught and in bands with people who are better musicians than me, showing me things. Yeah. And you know, over time, I've that's how I did it, and I kind of hit a wall with it where I was like, especially with piano, where I was like, I want to. I couldn't read music, and right. for forty years, I've been playing, learning by ear playing in bands, doing that kind of thing. But it kind of bugged me, this thing that just seemed a language that there was no way. I just felt like mentally blocked. Right. And then I got a teacher. I found a teacher. And yeah, I don't know. I, I was just in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And now I'm doing that. And now I can read. And now, right. I mean, I'm not great, but like I can, I can take on things and learn styles and things that I just never thought possible. Right. And the more I learn, the less I realize I know. And then my teacher assures me that, because I look at what he can do and yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I believe me, I'm nowhere near. And then, you know, it's like, yeah, and there I, are so many levels. I, there are I, so many levels, but back to that sort of, 
you know, my sort of but goal be- with people is to get them back to the community where people drew the expression, the self-expression, because I feel like that's an area where I'm, I'm deeply concerned that we put so many people on the, on a pedestal and there are, you know, there are big stages and lots of people in the audience, which is great. And I'm not denigrating those people who are super talented, but, you know, there. see, I, there's the talent where, like, I don't really think that it's they're so talented. I think they've just, be careful what you do, you'll get good at it. Like, I think they, they made a choice at a certain point to follow that. Now, I want to s- separate mastery of music in that form and, what like, what you're talking about. Now, the, the act of, there's, then there's the act of, like, you're talking about, like, um, drumming in, in, a, in a purely primal way. Now, obviously, drumming is a thing you can master on levels, like, I worked with really amazing drummers and who really understand deep levels of syncopation and and, and this, but, but that doesn't mean that you can't like bang on bongos and like, (laughs) and get your yayas out and have, (laughs) (laughs) let's do that. Let's just bang on bongos. I don't think the audience would be, you know, well, maybe they might be see that. I mean, we could, but I think, but I guess my point. Why are you resistant? I mean, I know I'm not interested in watching. <laughs> I talk to strangers day 